who don't know, the Free State Project is a movement of voluntary human action where we are trying to concentrate libertarians in the state of New Hampshire. I think we've got done uh, more in the last decade than every other libertarian movement combined has accomplished in the last five decades. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, libertarians and anarchists, movers, natives, and those on your way, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Free State Live, where you get to hear about all the different ways you can live free and thrive in the state of New Hampshire. And thanks especially for tuning in all season, all the way up to tonight, our last show before our summer break and everyone's favorite party of the year, Porkfest. So before we jump into talking about Porkfest, let's just get everyone back on board. First and foremost, everyone's favorite Queen Quill herself, Carla Garrick. How are you, Carla? Hi, hi, hi. Sorry, I have such a broad smile because everything you said just made me happy. I love the idea. It's our family reunion. We're a prickly bunch, but we get together and we have the best, best time. So um, I can't wait. Yeah. And we have Manchester's favorite family man and keyboard warrior extraordinaire, Kevin from the internet. How are you, Kevin? Good. Uh, packing for pork fest. We got a lot of stuff ready. Got the tent outside. I was just finishing putting my waifu uh, AR together. Ah, that's um, awesome. You'd be shocked to find out there's a shortage of pink AR-15 parts. A lot of I, stuff. I'm not of shocked stock. at all. Uh, I had no idea that that was a thing until I, a few I think, weeks ago. I, so. I don't oh think my god, everyone is arming themselves. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think anybody anticipated there would ever be a demand for pink ARs until somebody made a pink AR and then all the weird people are like, I want Yes, it. I'm the weird one. Um, It'll be done, not for Porkfest, but everyone will see after. <laughs> yeah. well, um, also joining us tonight in the spirit of Porkfest, we have our Porkfest producer extraordinaire, the woman who's done everything behind the scenes to make it happen, to answer your questions, Constance Spencer. How are you, Constance? Good, good. I have seen pink ARs before. I ran that gun store in Alaska, so yeah, no, I've seen I've a seen lot them. of weird I've things. I've seen them. <laughs> it's one of those things that I, I believe if nobody made one to begin with, there would have never been a demand for. Yeah, you know, eventually, there's enough girls out there. There's enough girls. Yeah. And like I said, I discovered the well, anime. There is the Hello Kitty ARs. Yeah, that, that's what I'm, I'm trying. Show me the parts. I can't find them. So <laughs> It's, it's, it's a market. It truly, I had no idea it's a real market. It's really interesting. Well, but it won't be ready for Porkfest. My, yeah, my whole goal was to have it ready for Porkfest, but supply and oh. demand is real. You know, look it up. Well, yeah, Porkfest, pork it's, it's like a magical date. It seems like it's out there, and then suddenly you're like, oh, my God, it's one week away. I need yep. to plan. I was like, oh, there's a wedding the Saturday before. Now I've got to figure out logistics, whatever. So, Constance, what's your mood? How do you think it's – how do you feel? I am super excited. So I knew I was going to do this last July, and I've been kind of helping – run registration. I've been running registration for years. I've been helping Carla and Dennis behind the scenes. So I've picked up a lot of knowledge. And I actually started years ago when Jessica and Roger were running Porkfest in registration. So over the years, I've worked with different producers and I've picked up a lot of, a lot of different, you know, tips, tricks, timelines. And so I started immediately after last Porkfest with the operation side. So I'm excited. I, I definitely had some moments in the last couple of weeks where signs that I ordered just got stuck in proof land for days and days and days and days and days. But they claim that they are going to be at the campground on the 16th. So I'm, I'm excited. We're going to have new signs. Hopefully it'll be a lot um, easier for people to navigate who are new because that is the point, right? We were all new at one point. We all walked into to pork fest not sure what we are going to experience it comes with a reputation and the people that have moved and are throwing this event we've got that one shot to like really make an impression and mm. i hope that this year the 20th is is an amazing impression for everyone Oh, I'm so excited. You know, I'm just going to say this because it's in my mind. I was watching uh, Top Chef, you know, some foodie show. And uh, 
they, it was the best season ever because they were worldwide winners. And so they were competing from all over the world and they were like the top, right? And at the end of the show, and I won't do spoilers, Padma does this little toast and she goes, we've done 20 seasons. And it was such a moment and it so resonated with me because it was such a big deal to them. And I was like, we did that too, all of us, like 20 years, you know, and it genuinely still feels like we're starting, which is exciting. And it's, you know, it just, I mean, it really does make me so happy to, to know that there are these amazing people like you, Constance, out there who've actually, you know, the, the way we all integrate is we volunteer. Oh yeah, without a doubt. I think when I moved, my kids were very small, you know, now two of them are adults. And I immediately started planning events for Pork Family Connection and inviting other families to join. And that's what I was doing in Alaska. Um, so I, it's, it wasn't a big stretch for me to, to do that here because I already relocated to Alaska, not knowing anybody and made a life up there. So when I came down here, it was like, oh, this is going to be easier. There's already a community. I already know like why we're here, that, that they share my values. And it was so much easier. And so it was just awesome. So it's less than a seven hour drive from one city to another. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, I was on, I was on the, the Kenai Peninsula. It was only like a two hour drive, you know, three hours to the in-laws, but yeah, I, I remember when I met you, I was like, how badass is this lady that she moved from Alaska? Like, which I think, you know, a lot of like prepper types are like, that's the last frontier. Like if she really goes to a handbasket and we can't invade Canada, then, you know, <laughs> we're doing that. And I was like, oh my gosh, she moved from Alaska to New Hampshire, you know, for your principles. That's that's amazing. And it's been yeah, amazing I, watching the family grow and evolve and change too. Yeah, we 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 ran a class three gun store in Alaska, my ex-husband and I. I, I home birthed kids. I, I did all the 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 you know, was putting in my permaculture, raising my chickens, pigs, like I was doing all those things. But after going to Porkfest in 2013, I realized that doing those things in Alaska, even though I had a great community, it was not the same as what is being built in New Hampshire. And so I wanted to be down here. My ex-husband agreed, obviously, somewhere in there, he became the ex, but that's a different story. Um, so so we moved down and um, after that first Porkfest, and it's just changed my life for the better. And I love Alaska. Like I... I, I, I <laughs> I'm a realtor, um, I'm a real estate broker with Independence Realty Group. And I, so I meet with a lot of people that are kind of on the fence. Like, do I want to move? Where do I want to move? And I can honestly say to people that are like from New Jersey or, you know, some of these super authoritarian states, like, yes, you want to move. I left Alaska to move here and it was the right decision. And Alaska is awesome. So, so you definitely want to move. But it really was coming to that first pork fest that was 100%. I, I remember exactly where we decided we were making the move. We were at the Ocean State job lot just up the road from pork fest, you know, and we're like, wow, we can buy all the things that we can't get in Alaska yeah. to refurnish our apartment for like a fraction of the price. Like we can do this. And we did it. There's so many stories like that where I hear people like they're, they come to pork fest and that's just their trigger. That's full stop let's go and like i've even i even know somebody who was invited to porkfest to speak because of his activism in another state and like made the decision at porkfest called his wife and said hey go list the house we're moving <laughs> yeah. and yeah. they were in new hampshire six months later um but, and there's tons of people who come to porkfest and never leave yeah like they, they find a place to stay on their way out of porkfest they find their first apartment in new hampshire and just stay uh, i joking i remember lily tang williams i went to a fundraiser with her uh, and her husband and a bunch of people out in Colorado a few years back. It was in Denver. And I remember her husband telling me a story. He's like, yeah, Lily went to Porkfest and then uh, decided to stay an extra week and then called me and told me she bought a house and we're moving to New Hampshire. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. I've yeah. shown her houses. She's got the best stories. It's yeah. a good way to do it. Um, yeah. You had mentioned Evolve and Change. So what is Evolved and Changed? since the 2013 pork fest you first went to versus the 20 10 years later 2023 pork fest 
Um, and we were talking before the show, like me and Carla and everybody are very, very different, like the way you do Porkfest, the way you attack Porkfest. So what's different this year? And then my my follow-up would definitely be like, how do you recommend doing Porkfest if it's your first or second time or, you know, you're coming in from You're Washington tough. State, you know, do you stumble yeah. around drunk for seven days like <laughs> I do? Or do you do not recommend? <laughs> I no, personally don't, don't do that one. Um, so my first one was 2013. It was actually a very large pork fest. It was pork fest 10. So it had a lot of draw to it, just just like this one does. And there were designer M&Ms just for the record. M&Ms with little porcupines and an X on them. I remember I was so impressed. <laughs> Shout out to the Vines actually who did do yeah. that. Yes. Yes, they 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 definitely made an amazing experience and um, it's interesting with Dennis's hub idea that what I enjoyed the most of that first pork fest is actually a, a number of families from all over the country had met there. We, uh, I think I'm the only actual movers from that group, but we sat around the campfire. We discussed these libertarian ideas that we'd been discussing, peaceful parenting, unschooling, and we really made these deep connections. And I'm like, this is what I want my life to be. I want this to be around the campfire. I want it to be face to face. And so I also really enjoyed the talks, you know, um, I, I went, went to the parenting, I went to the school. I remember uh, one of them was like women in the women in the liberty movement. And, you know, it was just, it was so much information to take in. I just really wanted my kids to be there. And the only way I could get my kids there from Alaska with my sister who was having a baby a few months later was to literally go back, pack up my life and move and leave Alaska by uh let's see we were on a plane by the end of october and had sold all our stuff rented our house and i was in ohio my sister had her baby and then we finished the move to may in may of 14 to new hampshire and then i went to pork fest in 2014 with four little kids everybody wow yeah. that's a jump right there <laughs> <laughs> wow Believe it or not, I'm actually usually a really like thought out planning person, but sometimes you just do something, you shake it up, you you just have to, and yeah. I'm the exact opposite. I don't plan at all. I, I hate the idea of planning. Um, <laughs> in, in fact, this is already the most stressful week before a pork fest I've ever had because I I keep having to remind myself I need to pack cameras and lights at some point because I have an actual mm -hmm. job this year. Um, usually, my experience with pork fest is. The morning I decide to go up, I'll throw whatever I think I'm going to need in a car and wing it. Yeah. All right. So so can I be the old lady on the show and be like, everyone, here's the things you got to bring. You got to bring a hoodie. It actually gets really cold at night. Rain gear. You want to bring okay. something for rain, yeah. something for shine, a hat, something you could put water in. Um Sunscreen, probably. I don't know. I think it gives you cancer, but that's you know up to you. So um, does the sun. You can't win. You know, I, it, yeah. I had vitamin D is very important. They've they've been giving us a snow job on that one. You will uh, see me else? running around wearing my sunblock hoodies. They're they're thin FBS fifty hoodies. I put the hood on. I hide in from the sun because I'm very fair and i will look like a lobster and i love those things i'm a little warm in them but you're also <laughs> super hot when you sunburn so i actually, wear that's a good point i wear the long sleeves what um, else socks actually that sounds footwear. weird but again uh, i would footwear. think yeah comfortable footwear that can get wet and dry quickly yeah honestly you walk a lot at pork fest so yeah, it's you like do. you know we're gonna have some people are gonna be driving around with golf carts and stuff but it is a uh it is a slog. <laughs> I remember back when I organized it, it was before golf carts. And, <laughs> and one time I walked that hill. I think I walked it 40 times on one oh, yeah. day. We didn't have golf carts and we didn't have radios. And I didn't know how to scale things. I was like, I could do this. And it was, <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. My wife so, found out about, scale. I warned her about the hill our first year. And she discovered the hill very quickly. Mm. Everybody does. So yep. that's a good tip. Footwear is an important, understated uh, fact for pork fest. Yes. My son's my son's first pork fest. His footwear got wet the first 
day and he took them off and actually left them under somebody's trailer when we left and he shipped them back um to us later (laughs) (laughs) but yeah he he just his feet were just terrible by the end of the week but he went barefoot because you know he's a free-range kid from alaska so that wasn't a problem yeah and actually there's always so how is it going to be situated this year so so take people who have been a few times just kind of walk them through because i think We've moved stuff around. I don't even know. We, we have yeah. moved stuff around. So um, anybody who's going, been going for many years knows that registration has moved from my first one. It was in that lower parking lot. And then it moved to the arcade. And then in 2020, when we weren't sure we could have Pork Fest, we moved it down to the field. And that was great for volunteers. We could watch what was in the pavilion. It was a, it was, and it was, it was really an awesome spot for 2020 however in 21 and 22 when so many of the events moved out into the campground it kind of like people would come down on saturday and be like oh i just finally made it down to the field Mm. they'd been there all week and and it wasn't until they had reason to go that they actually checked in and since libertarians and cats you know they're they're similar with the herding Um, we decided and sometimes to... you want to put them in a pillow and drown them in a river. Yes. <laughs> well, you mentioned like they, they took all week to finally make it down to the field. I think that's a huge like thing not to gloss over to tell people like you can go the whole week at Porkfest and never step foot in the pavilion. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You definitely can. You definitely yeah, even can. Well before the hubs existed, you could do this. Well before Dennis started advertising hubs mm-hmm. and putting oh, them on yeah. a map. I used to joke that like my first pork fest, I spent the whole pork fest in the pavilion listening to talks. Every pork fest since then for the last nine years has been progressively less and less and less time I've spent in the pavilion and right. more time I've spent elsewhere enjoying the actual pork fest, which is the parties and the people who are all over the campground. Well, I don't, I'll get back to where registration is, but I don't think that people that haven't made the move here yet understand how awesome it is here, how we don't have to listen to every podcast to find, to hear anybody who speaks our language. We can just like go <laughs> to everybody. Yeah. And, and we can actually get burned out as an introvert. I can get burned out on talking about like all the Liberty ideas. So I love, I'm a social introvert. Hmm. So I love being a community builder. But I, I don't want to go talk about like what the latest thing that the federal government has done to take away our rights and hurt people. Like I can't spend all my energy doing that. So I found a part of New Hampshire that I can do. But back in Alaska, I was alone. So I would listen to podcasts after podcasts after podcasts just to so I felt less isolated. So I think that that for people in New Hampshire, going to Pork Fest is very different than people from outside of new hampshire because they're getting a breath of fresh air to finally be able to let their hair down and speak libertarianism and people are like yeah and they're like what yeah (laughs) you're not gonna call me names we want people to be heading down to the field there are a lot of important events that happen down there we also have our sponsors uh independence realty is down there uh brownstone is gonna have a tent all the big, big, big speakers that people are either happy or unhappy about because, you know, life isn't just one (laughs) menu, people. Goldback is also down there. We have three three sponsor tents on the field this year. So Independence Realty Group, Brownstone Saloon, and the Goldback, uh, which is actually a vending site. They're going to let people vend in there in exchange for taking Goldbacks. But since Hmm. the map's up there, let's go back. We moved registration to where the people are. And where are the people? The people are in the campground. And a lot of the people are near this, what we are referring to as the peninsula. It's close to the park. It's close to the, the bathrooms, both the office bathrooms and the ones in the campground. That's where the cabins are. Um, it is it is a very central location. Um, so we have not only registration there, we're going to have pork info there. Those are going to be separate tents because there's power lines that go over. So we had to do smaller tents and separate tents, but that's good because it's given um, Shanna who's writing pork info an opportunity to make it uniquely pork info and feature previous pork fest and, um, and registration will be specifically for going in and getting your, your bracelet, your magnet, your lay of the land. They will send you to pork info 
and actually really close to where Queen Quill will be. So, yes. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. And then on that map, a totally new um, location this year is FSP, where you will find Justin frequently. Um, yeah. We're going <laughs> to slave it away. <laughs> <laughs> but the, um, the thing that I did most in the pavilion the last couple of years is attend a volunteer meeting in the, in the morning. And now that's going to be moved to this location. So at nine o'clock every morning, anybody who needs to come and get like, to go back to your Kevin question, Kevin, what you should do mm. is you should volunteer. And I don't mean your whole week. I mean, a couple <laughs> hours, some point volunteer at registration. Like you will start seeing faces that look familiar. You'll, you'll, and then when you're out wandering the campground, the person that sat next to you and checked people in, you know, their name, you could strike a conversation. You don't feel so overwhelmed because I know I'm not the only introvert who does this festival. Like we actually have an introvert hub this year because I, say, I met a new mover this week with an extrovert and I thought it was weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's an That's introvert great. hub and they are having a anti-social ice cream anti-social. And I was I like, love oh that God, that's so the best much. ever. As I'm a mom as a mom of kids who would like literally go and take the ice cream and want to leave and not do any of the things that like people were giving them ice cream for, I'm like, oh, this is so beautiful. This is exactly what my kids want. They just want the ice cream. They don't want to have it out. Right. Oh. And, and so really for folks who are watching, we do actually, we are asking for volunteers. It's a great way to meet people. It's a great way to start to get integrated. This is a movement of human action. So it's a test. We will be judging you um, i hope i passed <laughs> yeah. yeah right um, with flying colors 10 years of heavy heavy lifting thank you i mean honestly yeah. no but yeah, um, my work fest have definitely changed the early years my kids were little i did i did more family stuff and now i'm doing co-producing so um the the volunteer meeting is not the only important thing happening at the FSP hub. No. And I do want to just remind people of it. it's a new hub. It's a new thing, but I think it's something kind of more in line with what people expected the pavilion to be more like forward facing talks, but that are still important for people who are here, who are involved in the free state project, volunteer stakeholders and whatnot. Uh, because I, I believe some of the events happening at the uh, hub at the FSP hub this year are going to go a long way towards addressing some of the long-time concerns about maybe transparency or accessibility. We're going to be having an ask, ask me anything with a board member every day at the free state project hub. We're going to be having uh, events to highlight people who are actually doing activism in the state and the activism they're doing to come and talk to and document it and promote it to others. Uh, and, even going to be able to have a coffee with a coordinator constance to just sit down and tell stories uh, about being here in new hampshire at that hub and i i, I this one of the hubs i think pork fest has been lacking in recent I years is a focus on what does this organization mm. do other than advertise pork fest sure yeah. or just yeah. move to new hampshire yeah that's a good one that's a good point yeah, I'm excited for that hub as well. I think it's and and the doing those types of things in the pavilion, it's just it doesn't work. Doing it in this tent is going to make a lot more sense. Yes, um, but there's also hubs everywhere. Yeah, how many total hubs are there? Uh, I think Dennis said over a hundred in his what he sent out today. 125 maybe, and he thinks there'll be like. 15 that won't declare as a matter of fact i know that my kid will be on site 91 potentially vending depending on how they're feeling that week but we didn't put it on the on the map so um but we also silk road will be really well marked this year so silk road gets you from the front to the back of the campground with a little less walking up the hill back down the hill up the hill back down the hill so this time, um, Dennis started the process early enough that he was able to get people that agreed to give him four feet of their campsite so we can clearly mark it. And there are signs on the way to my house that will say Silk Road at the either side. So you will clearly know cool. that you are you are in the right spot and not just cutting through somebody's campground. Oh, man, half the fun for me was cutting through people's campgrounds. And then <laughs> Which see, I think they are. Fun. <laughs> yeah, see, I'm the opposite. I'm like, you're my new friend. Like, what's up? How, let's hang out. 
You yeah, know. I was so shocked when uh, I think it was actually Tammy, my co-host on Manch Talk, who like she blasted me because I cut through the campsite and I was like, oh, it's a shortcut and it's a campground. And yeah, no, people take it very seriously. Do not cut through. Um, yes, Mrs. Ken is in charge of the FSP Club <clears throat> and she is a fantastic organizer and networker and connector of people so she is going to do a fabulous job if, if you are looking for your particular brand of libertarian in new hampshire ask mrs kin and she will be able to tell you where they're at and when they meet for sure now constance are there any rules people need to be aware about about the different areas of the campground uh quiet times curfews like noise complaint ordinance time periods or anything like that well we well i'm going to touch on the rangers here with that but but not as the first part of that because the first part of that is we are building a voluntary society and, the, mm -hmm. and a part of a voluntary society is you talk to your neighbors when you have an issue with the intent that you're going to be able to work it out you don't come in like you're you're a jerk I can't believe you'd play music at Porkfest at 10.01, or it's actually 11.01, but what, you know, like, like, so as you can or see even from the worse, map, let me call someone because I don't want to deal with it and I'm going to make it the Rangers problem. Yeah, we'll get back to the Rangers. But as you can see from the map, there are no adult areas. There are no family areas. There are no general areas on this map. And the reason why is Porkfest has been selling out and we don't want to discourage somebody from coming who only RV site available was somewhere in the back in the red zone. We have, it's been very clear to Body Freedom Village, which you can see on the map, that they need to have walls up for their nudity. So people, the office at Rogers actually does a really good job of trying to steer people into like camping in the family area, the adult area, the noisier area, but it's just impossible to do at this point. The campground has been sold out for months. Um, so, we took those off the map and with rangers our lead ranger sean has has been working on um we'd kind of hope to have more things on the schedule to teach people how to live in a voluntary voluntary society and and be responsible for their own personal security and how to help other people live in a safer society unfortunately that didn't completely gel this year because life and we're all volunteers so um but we are going to have like i said a 603 number published on signs and the bracelets so if anybody does have an issue if the person that you talk to does tell you immediately i don't care what you say i'm going to beat you up if you come back you know then then you would need to message the rangers and ask them because yeah we have rules you don't hurt people you don't take their stuff um we you don't smoke in the pavilion and that was actually kind of funny to me because i told dennis we had that rule and he's like we do, we do. I'm like, <laughs> like yeah yeah we we have that don't smoke in the pavilion rule because it's in a close it's a closed space and not everybody I think wants that was because right. i smoked weed on stage <laughs> way back like way way back 2009 and i actually got called in by the board and they were like, you can't, you shouldn't, don't, please, uh-uh. And, uh, and in particular, Varen, who's, you know, runs the ecclesiastic tent and whatever. And how I persuaded him of my position is I said, Varen, if you were on stage and you could talk about Jesus, and I told you at a board meeting, you can't talk about Jesus. How were you going to yeah. feel about that? And they left me, but because they had also clearly communicated that this was perhaps not acceptable behavior, I did learn to dial it back. I was like, there's a time and a place. And sometimes you compromise because it's better for the optics or it's better for, for the community some i mean if yeah. you know i mean it's easy enough to be respectful and step outside it's not like it's a far way to go at the pavilion. it's like five feet 
Yeah, yeah. Like, if, especially if the walls are down, you step five feet out, you can still hear everything, and you can still see everything. Right. But you're also always, right. My, my natural inclination, Carla, would be like, oh, man, you're giving me the chance that I'm going to be on the stage? Yeah, right. I'm going to do what I want. <laughs> right. And, yeah. And, yeah. And, you know, I probably I wouldn't say, interrupt, interrupt somebody's talk to ask them to put out something right. on the stage, um, but... But it well, make- I've always actually been under the under the impression that the no smoking in the pavilion was actually a campground rule. One of Roger's rules. I think it is that, it that we uh, had to adhere to, and they have a few other ones. I, I know they have a new one about no one's not allowed to vend firewood anymore, um, mm. which again might have been in response to me. Yeah, <laughs> dude, you brought a dump uh, where truck I would in, show up with, I would show up with four cords of wood and sell them for a dollar a bundle. Um, so I understand that, but like. Even in a voluntary society, people need to respect the private property owner's rules. And this is still private property at Rogers Campground, and they're their rules that we have to abide by. Are there any common misconceptions or rules that people aren't aware of um, that maybe it'd be helpful to make people aware of to make the week go a little easier, Constance? Well, the the campground rule about parking is really important. So um, you do need to stop at the office and pay for your day parking pass. And you have the map up there, but not the one that Tim's put out. That is actually really excellent for the parking. But the, the section that says parking on this map, because this is the campground map, is only 15 minute parking to go into the office get your sticker and go through and go through. That isn't even registration for the festival. That is, that is only parking for registering in the campground office. So that's important to know, please pay for your, for the people that are attending. You know, this is a huge stress on Rogers campground infrastructure. And we all complain about how they don't take the money and put it back into the campground, but we do get to use this place over and over, and we're basically allowed to do pretty much whatever we want. Um, we don't want to do anything that will openly bring in bad attention. Right. So um, the one thing is, uh, if you're if you're setting up a, a a bar of some kind, the drink should be donation, not selling. Like that's important, and. Um, Trying to think of other things. I mean, that's really that we're we're given a pretty pretty. It's a lot of comments. Um, yeah. yeah, one one that I mentioned, and I'm holding in my hand for all the gun bros and all the guys making anime waifu guns like I am. Chamber flags are a popular thing. I recommend. I'm not sure what the rules on that are, but uh, chamber flags are super useful if you're going to be open carrying. It's just again one of those kind of like courteous crowd things. Um, yeah. I recommend it. I always use chamber flag. Yeah, and and, and you know, and honestly, I mean, we do expect people to be responsible gun owners. Anyone who is actually carrying, uh, like, you cannot be tripping bowls. No, man. You cannot be drunk. Like we <clears throat> do. Like it's not a joke. Like we no. take firearm safety seriously because we're not fucking idiots. So just yeah. everyone's on notice. As much as I'm the meme goofball idiot of the crowd, there are periods of the day where you'll see me open carrying, and then you'll see me later where I'm not, and you will clearly know the difference. So, <laughs> very and obvious. And we thank you for it. But thank that, and it's so easy to just do those things. So, chamber flags, super cheap. You can get them anywhere. And there is the, 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 uh, I think it's on porkfest.com, the gun. Safety gun etiquette. etiquette. Yep, there's yeah. a gun etiquette page. That's what I said. I can't think of it. I wish I had I had it earlier. I we're packing for pork fest. So everything's just in a pile in the corner of the room. Um, but yeah, definitely look that up. Jump on the Discord. We have it. Well, I can send it to you if you're one of those guys. Um, but yeah, look, look that up. Or it's just another thing. I I love seeing that type of thing. If you're going to go do it, and we're going to have this voluntary society, we're all green to go to this place and do this thing. Then you should be responsible and courteous with the people around you. It's very easy. It's also, I can say that my son, who's now 19, if you're carrying a rifle, he's carrying a rifle. It's a great icebreaker for the, for the, for the less social. That's why I do it. <laughs> like, I watch him strike up conversations in a way that I've never been able to see him do before. And because he's kind of like me, he's, he's, he's a, an introvert, but he's social as well. So he likes meeting people and he's looking forward to it. And this is the kid that like, you know, complained for the first five years that I, made him leave alaska and i drug him down here and he hated it and now 
he went back to Alaska recently and he's like, no, nah, this was the right choice. Thanks. You know, thanks mom. Well, maybe there was no thanks. I'll wait until he turns 20. For that. <laughs> <laughs> but about kids. The thank you was implied. <laughs> <laughs> about kids. The other part of that is there, uh, our, our coordinator for, for porcupines, which is not the kind you drink. That's the little ones. Um, she put together a fabulous document to kind of guide parents through how to free range their kids because a lot of kids show up who have never been in a situation where they're they're given this much freedom and they kind of lose their heads for a bit the nice thing is though other kids have been doing it for 10 plus years they grew up with this they know what it's about this is their daily life and so they can kind of guide those kids on how to behave so it's actually quite beautiful to watch but the flip side of that is the free range parents also not necessarily had a chance to have their kids run all over and then they are handed a drink and maybe a joint and the next <laughs> thing they know they forgot they had kids the, and the free range that's the problem <laughs> it's the free range parents yeah, that are the issue always. that becomes a problem so we'll find kevin in the woods or <laughs> at some point no i don't even get that crazy Humans versus zombies. <laughs> Kevin's hiding out. So yes, please remember that you have children. Please read that that form. Reach out to other parents if this is a new experience for you, because we love to to share our success stories of how you can raise kids with autonomy and freedom and have them become an EMT at nineteen. Not bragging or anything, but um, so so yes, please read that form and and enjoy a porcupines is going to be so awesome like the schedule she's she's having parent talks in the bingo hall this year so parents don't miss out on everything and then the playground will be a place more for kids because kids naturally gravitate there um my real estate team is actually donating a pop-up shelter for that space so that oh, the nice. parents can be out of the sun watch the kids but you know i i my first pork fest, I had no kids here because I flew down from Alaska without the kids. And then my second pork fest, I was here as a single mom with four kids. I was still technically with my ex, but he was off working and I took all four kids. And, and so I spent a lot of time in porcupines. So it's, 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 I've done the whole like range from like, I had no responsibility to, I have four little people. So now my little people are pretty big and, and I'm, I have time to do this. Are the bracelets no, getting phone numbers? Do I remember there's some hack we came up with it? Can you can mm -hmm. tell folks about yes. it? Yes. So I managed to get a 603 number, internet number, which is not easy to do. Um, but I did that. And so then I transferred it to uh, a, a uh, email address that the Rangers will be able to sign into and Free Aid will be able to sign into because it doesn't actually belong to anybody. And it will, they will, you will be able to text a picture, like kid, kid falls down, you know, like my kid did on their scooter, breaks their teeth, breaks their wrist, just snap a picture, text it to free aid, like we need you here. Um, so that is, but they're also inside the silicone bracelets there. The, the number is there. Mm. Um, it's just embossed. You will have to like hold it at an angle. It's not going to like, it's, it doesn't have like That's... the, the, and mine's in the other room, so you'll have to and, you'll and have to I, wait. And and maybe we'll say that that's a behavioral modification thing. So we want everyone to turn it over and to fill it in with the sharpie, so that you have at least one time that the number went in your brain. You need well, it. <laughs> registration will definitely be encouraging people to program it into their phone, and uh, we'll have a lot of signs throughout the campground with the number on it. So. So it'll be not just. And then in the we're going to keep our fingers crossed that the uh, Wi-Fi works. Yeah. <laughs> well, well you know. for the low tech people, definitely for the low tech people, something to remember because I have done a pork fest myself where I thought it'd be a fun idea. The moment I pulled into Roger's campground, I turned my phone off, <laughs> threw it in the trunk of my car, and I turned it back on when I got back to Manchester, New Hampshire, a week and a half later. Uh, and just went with no phone for the whole week, just completely analog. Didn't know what was happening until I talked to somebody or found a schedule that a child came up to me and <laughs> sold me at three in the at, uh, for three dollars at five in the morning for the day's schedule or something like that. Um, where are all the important things? So we know where registration is. Mm -hmm. We know where um, 
the FSP hub is. We know where the pavilion is. But free aid, first aid, and pork rangers are something that actually tends to move every year. I will say they've they, been in a different spot every year the past few years, and that's one of the more important ones I think for people to know. This is also, you know, they were at site one and two for many years in the campground, and when we basically only had the field in 2020, we moved them to the field, and it's been a different location in the field a couple a couple times trying to figure out. Um, partly because we ordered the wrong size tent, so we kind of just had them pop up where we could, and then we tried to move them back beside the pavilion, and that's where they were last year, and that worked okay. Um, but because we really wanted them to have an event space this year, we wanted to make it a hub where they could have first aid classes, where they could have personal defense classes. We moved them to the back corner of the field, and that will actually give them access straight up into the campground. So they get that little road that's, that is usually blocked off. They're going to have the key, mm -hmm. and they'll be able to go straight up into the campground if there's an issue. And then also another thing that we heard a lot of and we witness ourselves is that people come in after eight o'clock when the campground office is closed and they kind of do their own thing. So with having registration and pork info in that peninsula area, one or two of the rangers can, can kind of hang out there in the evening, use that tent, keep an eye on the gate, keep an eye on the playground and be really accessible. So. I hope that they will use that space like that. I, I know we're, I don't 100% know if they have enough volunteers yet. So please volunteer for Rangers. It's not at all about walking around with a, with a nightstick and beating people. It is, it is. I mean, it can be as long as it's voluntary. It's not been uncommon in the past for just news of Porkfest. Like everyone up in Lancaster and the There's nothing going on. Knows about Porkfest at this right. point after 20 yeah. years. And I, I've been sent like Facebook uh, posts and Reddit posts from people in that area saying, hey, remember this Saturday night, Porkfest's big bonfire, and locals will come and try and sneak in just because they know it's a good party. Right, right. So please wear your bracelet. I mean, I know we're <laughs> libertarians and we don't want to be told what to do, but wearing your bracelet helps. If you forget who you are because of something you took, we at least know you're supposed to be there and not out on the other side of the fence. So because if you don't bracelet. have a, your bracelet, we drag you across the street <laughs> and we leave you in the field. Yep, in that big field. <laughs> this um, is not a drill. <laughs> so I'm yeah, kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> this is why this is why Carla's going to be in charge of Rangers next year. Um, <laughs> oh goodness, can you imagine? No, see, we realized. So part of the problem is this is why I have a bedtime even during Pork Fest because. Uh, Last year, I think there was like one night where I was like, oh, I'm just going to stay up late. And then I got busted three times. And the third time I was like, oh, I'm the problem. <laughs> 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 I see. So, nope. I'm excited for it. I It'll it'll be exciting. I, again, it grows every, it's grown so much in the last few years. And again, it it's, it, this one is again, all good all all press is good press or whatever the thing is like you know it continues to grow i'm excited to see what it is like if we, nothing else we have actually sold less tickets this year than we did last year so although the campground sold out early the ticket sales were down however i think that part of that is that the people that have tickets this year are actually going to all come where last year a lot of people bought on speculation that Porkfest is going to sell out like it did in 21. We got to get our tickets. Sure. And then they didn't sell and they didn't check in. But again, maybe with registration being moved, we'll get a more accurate number. I will definitely say that it's really, really hard to get accurate numbers of, of Porkfest. Yeah. What, what the campground says that we have versus what registration says we have never match. Mm. Like, like I think there were probably like 2,400 people on site last year, maybe more, and registration check-in under two. So yeah. there's a discrepancy. Yep. There, I definitely saw a lot of people walking around. Where I was like, oh, you definitely belong here. Yeah. But, you, but do you belong here? Yeah. <laughs> how did you, you get in here? So, and yeah. it's good to see that fix. It's not that, you know, everyone should be forced to throw their money at something, but again, it's, it's the once a year big shindig we have. Yeah, you know and I, mean? I mean, 
the tickets are pretty ridiculously, yeah. ridiculously cheap. So, it's, it's, you know, for anyone who's even on the fence, I think they're still $75. So, like, if you were just a fan of Tulsi Gabbard or me yeah. or, you know, Dennis or Jeremy or any of the myriad of free staters, the Underwoods, all these brilliant people who are speaking about what we're building here, but then also the mucky mucks who are coming, right? So, you know, you for $75, if you live anywhere in Vermont or New Hampshire or Maine, you can come here RFK speak, you know, or you can come here. Larry Elders is going to be there on Friday. That guy has been like talking about these issues forever. I mean, respectfully. And it's amazing that he's going to be at Porkfest. So really, you know, folks, there's no excuse if you're watching this, if you're listening, and you don't have your ticket. Uh, there we go. <laughs> Olga's coming for Constance. There we go. Yes. I'm modeling her t-shirt. So that, <laughs> I love that t-shirt and I'm getting one. <laughs> It'll be for sale. Olga will um, have that for sale. So I, uh, I plan on tie-dyeing mine. Oh, yeah. Oh, what a cool. Are we still doing that programming? That's something we've done every year for oh, a yeah. long time yeah. now. The kids yeah. do tie dyes and make cool stuff. Kitty will be doing tie dyeing. Kitty from Latitude Learning. So. so do you have like a favorite thing you're looking forward to? Like, do you have like your moment that you know? I am super excited about my prepping talk, actually. So, so I've been, like I said, I've been helping, you know, in the background, I, I I will definitely be talking about Porkfest on the main stage with Dennis when we do our opening thing. And that's exciting. But I'm actually a speaker on the pavilion, which is not easy to accomplish this year. So as, uh, as one of the main sponsors, my real estate team, Independence Realty Group, is one of the main sponsors. I asked Dennis, I'm like, does this come with a speaking spot? And he's like, well, not really. Not unless you could wow me. And so I would like everyone to know that even as co-producer, I got no special treatment getting this spot. Yeah, no, he's brutal. He I is. have to like arm wrestle some of these young guns. I'm like, wait a second. Are we doing talks on vision? So I go first. So by Saturday, we sound smart. <laughs> so that's... The, the talk that I convinced him was, is the big prep. Why, why? prepping only makes sense in New Hampshire. And I had I hoped to have a very personal uh, panelist, which is my partner who finally, as a major prepper, finally loaded up the, the shipping container and moved his prepping stuff to New Hampshire. But he is going to be an, on an oil rig in the Gulf of Mexico. So he will not be one of the panelists. However, uh, we're going to talk about things like homesteading, which I did in Alaska, you know, metals, including iron, but also community building, which I love so much because if you don't know your neighbors, which is kind of the point I made to, to Waz, my partner, like you had all this stuff, but if you didn't have people to help you defend your homestead, like it's what, useless. What was, I, what was the good of it? So it's long term. Yep. And then also my, my personal, like, passion is is helping people make money with real estate and doing what i've done and so that's going to be part you of it as well me to go do <laughs> i want people to know that that part of being prepared is having a good life until the shit hits the fan because it's going to happen we just don't know when so let's 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 be more prepared. If 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 the dollar had collapsed right after I left my ex-husband, right after I found out about my blood cancer, like I would be in a world of hurt. So I've done everything that I can to make my life better over the last eight years. And and now I'm I'm not wanting the world to collapse. Just so we're clear, I really don't want people to suffer, but I'm not in charge of Washington, which is good because I would hate that. Um, but I want nobody to be in charge, but since they are and they're determined to like print money until the world collapses, um, like let's all be prepared in New Hampshire and have each other's back. So that's my most exciting part that I'm looking forward to. I, in I love it. And I love that idea of the good life, right? We talk about it all the time. It's one of the tags on my website. And it's like 
this notion of, you know, building a life, you know, I often say, like, come build a life you don't want to escape from, you know, yeah. that is the value proposition that is, you know, that's exciting where you're like, oh, I'm actually charting what I want, right? Like it's intentional and mindful and all of that stuff. So um, I feel like we're probably, I don't know how long we're running tonight, probably an hour, but uh, other things we, we've forgotten to ask you. I'm pretty sure I forgot everything that I was supposed to ask. So yeah, does anybody have any like questions in the chat? I do want to say that those signs will start right as you come in. I've ordered those flag signs that will kind of tell the newbies like step one, two, and three, what to do as they drive up the hill. We're going to have like no parking signs by the park. So nobody will accidentally like pull over and make a safety issue for the kids. Like we really took a lot of the feedback from the last couple of years as things went from 2020 when we had, you know, 800 ish people to well over 2000, it created issues they needed solved. We worked on it and hopefully if, if not solved, they're definitely better. Um, gate check is not coming back. You're not going to be stopped at the gate to show your bracelet. Uh, that one. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. It's a different was I was meaning. Yeah. Um, so I, I will say 2020 was hands down my favorite pork festival time. And I, joke, it was a good one. I don't even joke when I say this, my favorite part of it was because Carla, as the person in charge that year, took the idea of being in charge of just not do anything. You know what? Let's just let spontaneous <laughs> order happen and let the campground just erupt into a great festival, which it did. Benign <laughs> neglect is a <laughs> totally credible form of organization. Um, I would just like to say that Carla was doing that, and I was making sure that Carla didn't drop any of the balls. So it wasn't sure. as it's very true. There was a team of people. I did go very laissez-faire, but I did order the porta potties and yeah. those bandanas and those bandanas. Cause I was Wait, like, oh, yeah. two for what? It could be a mess. <clears throat> I still got one around. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I will say there is, let me bring it up here. We covered a lot of, uh, tips and tricks for newbies earlier. Uh, and if anybody needs to see that again and review it again, it's right on the website, right on porkfest.com. First timer tips. Uh, yeah, the website right does have some outdated things that would some. be one of the goals for the future is to, to update. As a matter of fact, one of the pages still links to the 2018 sponsors. So not the sponsor page but a different page sure. so. and we're going to update because i'm going to take all new pictures of everyone there this summer uh so if you're there next week and you see me with a camera don't run away but just pretend i'm not existing because those are the best stare pictures. right yeah. at him that's, yeah. <laughs> that's what i do it's how i stay off the radar uh but yeah no you check out porkfest.com there are right on the website first timer tips and those are accurate and timely and timeless They'll never change. Uh, we can expect at least one day of rain. I think the forecast is calling for a mm -hmm. rain pork fest. More than more. Yeah. If more than one, one I would prepare for. So uh, prepare for at least one day of rain, one night of really, really cold, and a bunch of days are really, really hot. Uh, yeah. So just be prepared. Um, I do know there was a call for volunteers. Always a call for volunteers. Uh, we did have, let me pull it up. Rick in the chat earlier asked Constance, what time does the truck arrive at Rogers? Uh, he's volunteering for an unload. So what time? Excellent. Yeah. What time do we need people uh, to help pack the truck and unpack the truck on the both truck? sides of this? Because that's one of the easiest forms of volunteering. It doesn't even interrupt your time at the festival. So yes, please. Um, we're picking, we're scheduled to pick up the U-Haul um, at nine o'clock on Sunday morning. But considering how U-Haul operates, we decided to do the, the, the pickup at the storage unit at 11 a.m. They're, they're a little slow there, especially on the weekend mornings. So um, we'll load up there. The truck has a couple stops to pick up other things. My house has become a storage area. <laughs> Queen Quill's house has become a storage oh, area. Oh, this is the best news. <laughs> I was like, she has not told me and it didn't want to be all naggy. And I was like, shit, I'm going to have to order another truck. Thank no, you. no, I, th I think that your, your stuff, Tyler said your stuff should fit. Um, so we're going to, we're going to pick up the things and then Tyler will drive up Sunday night. So the truck will be there Sunday night. 
Abbott's will arrive Monday morning about 9 a.m., 8 to 9 a.m., start setting up the, the tents. So we will be unloading things into the pavilion probably around 9 a.m., 8 to 9 a.m. The sooner we get it set up, the sooner I get like that Monday evening to relax before everything goes insane. I've mentioned being an introvert. I talk about being an introvert a lot because I want people to know you can be an introvert and still volunteer and do a lot of things to make Liberty better. Like outside the keyboard. Like I don't I don't do a lot of keyboard warriors, but you, you can do it. I've actually set up this year. I'm camping with my my closest friends who I all met I met at in 2014, right as I moved. And so I've got a rental RV that I will be at a campsite so I can sit by the campfire after the day is done and recharge with my oh, best friends. So um, you're welcome to stop. People are welcome to stop by and say hello. But if I just stare at you, it's not because I mean, I'm just out of words. So that's, <laughs> that's, that's my recharge for the week. But um, I forget where I was going with that. Like, but yeah, just please volunteer for that, for that setup. And then on the flip side, when if you can't make pork fest but you live in new hampshire please come four o'clock on monday to empty the u-haul and put it back into the into the storage because oh, good it's monday it's monday at worried. four no, <laughs> yeah because i yeah. was worried because i got an email earlier today uh inviting me to the post pork fest barbecue that uh bruce fenton uh, bruce and carolyn fenton are hosting I saw that yeah. on sunday from one to five and i'm sitting there looking like oh i'm gonna have to drive straight there from rogers yeah yeah and i'm sunday not morning. gonna do that uh so it'd be really hard to be in manchester to unload the truck a sunday night so thank you no, monday no. <laughs> it's monday and we did we kept the t truck till tuesday morning um the daily rate is not the problem so we might as well keep it an extra day and let our volunteers no, and happen. of course the storage unit also stopped being open on sundays like that's not smart you know when you need yeah because last year we came back on a sunday and we had a team and we couldn't unpack and we had to redo Ooh. it on monday so can mm. we get in for the loadout on sunday morning oh shit you better check that <laughs> Because this is the first time I'm hearing that you can't get in on Sunday. Oh, we should double check that for okay. sure. All yeah. right. So, so my stress level is like from like here to end. like here. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll do it live. That. So sorry. Yeah. No, it's uh, this is um, not a drill. Yeah. No. Uh, Constance, if Tyler has a problem, have him shoot me a text, and I'll we'll see. I'll help. Okay. We'll make yeah. that happen. Discord assemble. They they are oh, open nice. on on Saturday. Carla, as far as yes. you know? Okay. And okay. and it could be, actually, it could be like that on Sunday. It's after four. Like, I think maybe it was like we got in and we missed the cutoff. So don't entirely okay. panic. We should just double Bluebird check. Bluebird self-storage is listed on Google. It's open Sunday, 12 to 4. 12 there we four. go. So, so we got there at like 4.20 or I something. would still call and confirm, Constance. <laughs> okay. Google's yeah. been wrong lately, too. <laughs> so, if Chris, if you're listening, can you update the events to noon on Sunday for loading? And we'll See, start... this is why we had this. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. If awesome. nothing else comes of it, so, we just uh, resolved something. Before we run out of time, or at least I jump off, uh, do is there something we would like to announce? Yeah. Would we like that to happen yes, tonight? Please. I would. That. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, so what is, right. yeah, you guys have baited me for over an hour here with, so, uh, what this is. So I am so I very excited. First of all, I'm very, very grateful, of course, to Dennis, who's been doing an incredible amount of heavy lifting over the past three years and yes we are also glad you asked right um and uh and it's 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 a thankless task it's it's merciless it's a lot of time it's a lot of dedication it's a lot of moving parts it's a lot of people it's hard it's actually hard and we've been fortunate to have amazing people who've done it over the years and we are just as equally lucky to finally sucker <laughs> Constance into the number one slot. <laughs> and uh, she will be taking the full reins next year as our lead producer on Porkfest. So, of course, as 
Uh, the Sorenses are very generously saying thank you to all our volunteers. Thank you, Constance, of course, for all the time, dedication, and treasure you put in for this year. And I can't wait to see what you do next year. And I will willingly help you with whatever you need. <laughs> all right. I'll think about the Rangers then. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And it's on record. <laughs> Well, no, thanks for I, tuning in, everybody. It's been a fun show. I'm totally looking forward to next week and seeing you all there. Make sure to find us. It's not going to be that hard. I mean, no. at least the three of us. Constance will probably be busy, but the rest of us, we're pretty loud and it's hard to miss us. So, I don't know how many times Dennis has said, I'm in charge up until the 18th, and then Constance is in charge that week. So, <laughs> so, But yes, please. Please let me know. Please give me any feedback on things that you think could definitely be improved. I like working with people and making a, a situation where people feel really heard and respected and that their ideas matter. And that's what I hope to do for next year. But let's get through this year first. And, and, yes. and make sure you head over to porkfest.com. Get that information. Check your newbies list. Um, if you don't have your tickets yet, like Carla said, you can still get them. Uh, there's still time. Um Good luck camping. But if you want to come up for a day, if you just want to see a particular speaker, you can make that happen. Speaking um, of our volunteers area. and the, yep. the, the Sorens, Olga called a number of places, and there are places to stay in the area. <laughs> so thanks to her and yes you can come up you, you might and you don't even have to leave the campground at a certain time just because it's quiet hour after 11 which i didn't loop back to and it's a little more flexible on friday and saturday night for sure um you can you can stay until 2 a.m and then go crash at your place all right well i'm looking forward to it and our best sign off for the year because we're headed into summer break, but the show is going to be back in September after we see you all next week. And until then stay free. Look Thank free. you. Okay. Don't listen to my enemies, they're just full of jealousy Yeah, this legacy, you gon' see what's left of me You gon' see success in me, you ain't seen the rest of me I just me. wanna be the best at what I know Better than the rest, just watch me grow Put me to the test and watch me go This is my quest, I'ma make it known They call me obsessive, oh I know Call me selective with my notes Call me aggressive with my flow Call me offensive even though Joe, I ain't gonna lie